I first started out on my own personal development journey that I had so many tools and resources to choose from that it was almost worse than having none at all. If an old habit of self-criticism or impatience or annoyance showed up, I'd feel overwhelmed by all the different things that I could do to create a shift, that I'd end up going down a rabbit hole of thinking I had to find the best thing to do. So I'd end up overthinking it and doing nothing because I just couldn't choose. So today we want to share with you one of the key methods we teach in our Shine group coaching program that solves this problem, because it's been a game changer not just for me, but also for all of our graduates. And in fact, it's been such a foundational piece helping our groups create fast in-the-moment shifts that Bill, one of our wonderful community members from Washington, D.C., asked us the other day to do an episode on it because it's been so powerful and such a practical tool for him and he wanted to make sure that our podcast listeners learned about it too. So if you ever find yourself stuck in old habits of thinking or feeling or acting and you want a way to quickly catch yourself and to feel super clear about what you can do to shift, you're going to get great value from today's conversation. So let's get started. You're listening to the Manifest Your Happiest Life podcast, your go-to place for practical woo-woo that works, that shows you how to take your spiritual practices and your wisdom off your mat and into everything you do. Each week, we'll show you how to break free from a life trapped in past pains, disappointments and limitations, so that you can fulfill your purpose and create a life that lights you and the world up. If you're ready to shift and lift your energy to experience clear intuition and guidance for consistent and joyful manifestation, then keep listening and get ready to shine. So welcome to today's show. Hi there, Gaz. Hi there, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're exploring the psychology, if you like, of how and why it is we stay in old identities, old patterns of behavior even though we've consciously made a choice to create change. And as we uncover this today, what you're going to realize is that there's a very simple awareness that's driving this old pattern of past self recreating in the present moment, which is, of course, unfortunately, then creating the future. And it's why for so many people, our future doesn't look very different to the past because it's actually the past self that's creating the future and you really can't create a different future unless you're a different you in this moment. So what we're exploring and going to share with you today is how you can continue with awareness to shift and change who you're being in each moment so that not only will you experience more of your true self in every moment but you'll also start to create a different energy and therefore a, dif- a different path forward into the future that you desire. It is such a uh, an interesting topic, this one, because you're taught really, or I was certainly taught uh, by those around me, that a leopard can't change its spots. <laughs> you know, you'd hear that all the time, and especially I'd hear it if I did something wrong, you know, and I, I, all I can say is I'm so glad I'm not a leopard because you can change your spots and that is something that we're going to share with you today. (laughs) (laughs) I love that as an analogy. So this is really what we're sharing with you today is one of the key pieces that we cover in the first module of our group coaching program called Shine and we are opening the doors to Shine very soon so we thought it's a great chance to really um, 
bring this into everyone's awareness so that you can start to play with it. So what we're looking at is two key pieces today. First is around your identity, who you identify yourself as, who you think you are. And we're going to explore the duality of identity. And often people will think of duality as a bad thing, you know, because there's good and bad. And oh, I just wish there wasn't a bad. What we're going to explore today is how you can make duality your ally and your friend. Because the duality gives us the awareness and the data, if you like, to say, oh, am I being the frequency, the identity, the person that I want to be, that I need to be to create the changes in my life? And once you have that piece, once you have that piece of awareness, then the next thing we'll share with you is what you can do about it. So make sure you stay tuned till the end because there's really practical process that we'll share that you can use in the moment, anywhere you are, without looking weird, without scaring mm. the neighbors or the children, mm. to shift your energy and shift your moment by moment frequency. That's such a great point. Because again, you know, we're often taught that you know duality is is sort of a bad thing but actually in this space duality actually gives you choice it gives you another option another way out if there's left then there's going to be right so it's it's actually a really really great piece to have an awareness of mm, it is and i think what's lovely is the way we work with duality is that duality is not um it's there will always be duality and the more we step into living as our light and accepting who we truly are, the duality or the contrast lessens because we're experiencing more of ourselves in that space of flow and ease and joy. The duality is painful and difficult when we're perhaps experiencing more of what we don't want than what we do want. But as you start to implement the information we're sharing over these podcasts, what you'll notice is you're hanging out energetically and emotionally and mentally more in the you you're choosing to be. And so while the duality will still always be there, it's less marked, it's less... Um, it's not like a thorn in your in your shoe. Mm. It's an occasional blip of awareness where you can go, oh, okay, I've spotted that. So now what can I do about it? So let's get stuck into this first piece, which is the clarity of identity. And the clarity of identity is really such a key because unless we know who we are and we're choosing who we want to be, we can't really consistently refocus ourselves to create change. So the model that we share in Shine is that there are two identities that we all have. We have our true self, which is the true expression of who we, of who we are, our essence, our creation in human form, as we've talked about in the earlier hmm. Fulfilling Your Purpose episode. And that part of us is always present. We're born with it and as it, and it never leaves us. However, the reason we don't experience it as consistently as we all would love to is because we also have the identity, which we call the taught self. And the taught self is who we think we are, the self that's been shaped and formed and molded and squeezed into other people's expectations of us. It's the self that has been crafted based on our shoulds and our have-dos 
and all the things that we have been taught and told we need to do and be and how we should feel to fit into our family or our community or school friends or social groups, whatever it might be. So the duality of the taught self and the true self is always anyone I think we've worked with mm. over the, the, the 15 years we've been doing this work, that's always the key starting place for people. Because we feel that contrast, we know there's more to us, we feel that expansive energy within us, the true self, and yet our day-to-day is very much being um, restricted and limited and stuck in old taught self ways of being and thinking and doing. That, <laughs> that has reminded me of a story, and it was when we were uh, living in, 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 in Melbourne, and we noticed this person would always work, walk their dog around the block in, in the same direction every day. They, ne- they never went in a different direction. And we were chatting to them one day and they said, and they said that, well, our dog can only turn left. <laughs> and we had to do everything to not laugh. We go, oh, oh that's, it was a, it was a, it was a cattle it was a, dog. It was a normal little dog. It was a There's normal little dog, it. yeah. And it could only turn left is what they said. So was it really the dog <laughs> or was it the owners? And that the owners had such a fixed taut self that they restricted the dog. I'm sure the dog could turn right. I'm sure the dog could go in circles. <laughs> but to the owners, it could only turn left. And that sometimes is how we run our own lives. I can only do this. I can only turn left. There is no other possibility. Mm. And that's the taught self. Yet the true self is the one that can do somersaults and all sorts of things. (laughs) That's such... I'd forgotten that story. That's so hilarious. But it's such a great example of how at some point something happens Mm. and we make a decision and we decide that that's true Hmm. for us Hmm. or we decide that's true for the world and therefore we respond accordingly but all of those things are just decisions made on one piece of data and that's fine because we're always responding and reacting to our environment the uh, downside of that is though when we no longer question it we're no longer Hmm. curious about Hmm. is this really still true does this idea, this identity, this thought pattern serve me. Mm. So the key really is when you notice that you're doing something that you feel isn't serving you, if you feel stuck, you go, oh, I really wish I didn't always reach for that piece of cake or I wish I didn't always you know, end up sitting on the couch when I say I prefer to go for a walk or meditate or whatever it might be. Just catch that And without any judgment, just from a place of curiosity, go, ah, that's a habituated way of being, which means it's come from my taught self. It's your true self that's giving you the nudges to say, how about going for a walk? How about walking outside and enjoying the sunshine? How about having a piece of fruit instead? It's our true self that always nudges us with choices that will serve us and expand us that are in our highest good. So the first thing, all you need to do is spot it. Notice the duality without judgment. Mm. And that's the key. 
because the next piece that we want to share with you is now that you've got that awareness, what do you do about it? And this is where the idea of snakes and ladders, the game that we played as kids here in Australia and in the US, I think you call it shoots and ladders. But the idea of snakes and ladders is the powerful piece that our community member Bill wanted us to share with you. Because with snakes and ladders, when you catch that taught self, old way of thinking, being, feeling, you have the choice in that moment to say, am I going to follow that and stay in that, which is a snake, which will take us backwards on the board of life, Mm. will keep us back in the old way of being, or will I choose a ladder instead that will allow me to move forward that will allow me to make a shift so snakes and ladders with the awareness of who we're being in any moment gives us the choice to do something different or do something the same but at least if we're doing something the same we know that we are choosing a snake and we're making a choice to stay where we are we're staying in that habitual thought pattern or emotional Mm. state and it's the wonderful thing about a ladder is that there are rungs on the ladder and you know some clever agile people might be able to sort of step up on two rungs at a time (laughs) but generally we go rung by rung and what I mean by that is that when you're wanting to change the state or change the space that you're in you do it step by step and and I recognize that so many of us want to jump into the happiness of life and sometimes we need to get out of this emotional space that we're in slowly and and curiously step by step and when you do that you then begin to recognize I can change my space and my state Mm, and that's that recognizing and acknowledging that is something that we call ladder proof Mm. and ladder proof is when we intentionally look for proof in our lives for us making progress for us being the person that we are choosing to be even if as you're saying guys it's only a little bit we're not being it fully but even that little bit is proof that we first of all have made that commitment to ourselves and we're acting on it and secondly proof that it's possible so finding proof of where we have made change, of where we have done the things we want to do, finding that ladder proof is a really powerful thought process to choose. And it's one of the things we recommend in our SHINE program and our other programs is to create, um, in your journal, have a page where you write down your ladder proof for Mm. all the things that you have done and are doing and noticing where you are in alignment with your true self and who you're choosing to be. Because if you find yourself sliding down that slippery snake Hmm. of beating yourself up and and focusing on snake proof, which is all the times you've done the wrong thing and you've had that extra piece of cake and you haven't gone for a walk, (laughs) you can say, okay, yep, that snake proof might be real. And I'm going to choose to focus on my ladder proof. Hmm. Now, the power of doing that is multi-leveled. First of all, it changes our thinking. We're giving our brain different information to say, this is reality. This is what's true. So we're retraining the old taught self Mm. with new information. 
The second thing it does, because we're changing our thinking, we are literally rewiring our brain. We are changing the default way that our brain is, the neurons in our brain are firing. So we're physiologically creating change. So we're creating change in our thinking, we're creating change in our physiology. And the third level we're creating change is energetically in the consciousness field of us. We're shifting our energy by choosing to focus on ladder proof rather than snake proof. And what that does is all of those combined create this amplifying effect, allowing us to manifest more of what we want and less of the experiences or the self that we don't want. Mm, it's it's another beautiful point where what you think is real and the more you um, interrupt your habituation, the more you will then challenge the old pattern of your thinking. And the more you challenge it, the more your brain will then go, oh, okay, something's sort of a little bit out here. And so it will start to recognize this new pattern that you're bringing forward and creating. And so the more you practice this new behavior that you want, the more it will become a part of your norm. Mm. It's, a, it's energy reflecting energy, which yes, we've talked about in, yeah. in our in yeah. other episodes. Energy mm. reflecting energy means that the energy that we are, i.e. we're focusing on our true self, we're focusing on our ladder proof, we're focusing on loving ourselves more, that then generates a field which will reflect more of that in the world outside us and also what happens from the brain's perspective is mm. you know as you many of you i'm sure will have heard the idea that if you suddenly decide to buy you know a red volvo <laughs> all of a sudden there's red volvos everywhere yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. it's not that they've suddenly appeared but you're aware of them and that awareness means you have choice mm. so awareness is always that first piece to creating any change so if you catch yourself in a taut self moment, choosing to stay in that, choosing to focus on all the times that you've been doing the thing you don't want to do is snake proof. And you're going to just keep yourself stuck. Mm. And in fact, re, you're reinforcing the energy field of what you don't want. However, in that moment with awareness, if you just go, hmm, okay, old taut self behavior, the fact that I even had the thought to do something differently means there's another me here as well. This is where we make the duality our ally, not our enemy. <laughs> and we then say, okay, so what would my true self do in this moment? What's the ladder my true self would choose? And it may be that one step of doing something differently. And it may also just be mentally in that moment saying, okay, what are the things I have done previously that are my true self proof? my ladder proof of the ability I do have to create change. Mm. And then begin to practice the ladder proof because like anything that you do um, physically or mentally, it is something you have to do continually. And so the more you practice the new you, the more the new you shows up. Mm. That's a lovely awareness. And, and there are... We share in, in the Shine program a number of ladders and snakes and ladders. There's a, there's a whole list of them mm. that become your back pocket toolkit, really, mm. to be able to just grab one and make a change to it. Gaz, I know when we were chatting about this episode uh, before we came on air, we, mm. you were talking about that great awareness that um, that 
an emotion only actually lasts lasts in the body or in the brain mm. for 90 seconds. Mm. Can you talk about that? Because I think that's really a lovely example of how we perpetuate the taught self when we <laughs> really don't want to. <laughs> yes, this, was, this is absolutely fascinating because, of course, so many times we feel that we are run or controlled by our emotion. And neuroscience is sharing with us that emotions only last up to 90 seconds. And so therefore, if they're only lasting up to 90 seconds, the rest of the time we're perpetuating that emotion. We're having to, to do that emoting to keep the situation alive and real. And whilst we're doing that, of course, we're putting ourselves in stress and and creating all sorts of difficulties, both internally and externally. And so if an emotion only lasts such a short time, you know, less than a minute and a half, then at the end of that time, or even during, anywhere in between that time, we can change. So the emotion is just a response to. So the moment you change your response to decide something different, you have a completely different possibility because that emotion's gone. So you can change the space very quickly. Mm. I remember when you first um, read that or heard mm. that and you told me and I was actually really annoyed <laughs> because I thought I'm not intentionally, you know, feeling lousy or feeling mm. upset or feeling mm. stressed. Like it's just what is. And I realized that I, as I explored that, the reason it perpetuates well, there's a couple of reasons I think it perpetuates. One is if it's been habitual, then we have built up an energy field yeah. and a, and a mm. habitual way of responding to an event that triggers a loop that is more than 90 seconds. But I also realize that if I change my thinking in the moment as quickly as you're saying as I can, it might not be in that first 90 seconds, mm. it might be within the mm. first you know, 10 minutes... If I change my thinking and catch myself that that's a taught self, old, learnt way of being, and I become curious about how I could either see the situation differently or respond differently or do something to interrupt that feeling, then I have more control and choice. Mm. And I'm, I'm making that vote for the self that gets out of things faster than staying stuck in it. So curiosity is another great ladder and you'll, you know, it's one of, some, some, one of our programs a few years ago, someone said to me, you just love the word curiosity, Mary, don't you? And I said, actually, I do. Curiosity is the word I use all the time because it creates space for me to yeah. look at things from different perspectives, to, to become um, like an explorer to say, what's really going on here? Why am mm. I feeling mm. upset? Why mm. am I wanting to just, you know, veg out on the couch. What, what I'm curious. And the beautiful thing about curiosity, which is a ladder, is that it's the perfect antidote and contrast to the snake, which is judgment. Mm. So if I find myself sitting on the couch and I start beating myself up and judging myself and saying, mm. oh, I always do this, why should I? That self-judgment, the judgy-budgy, as we mm. call it, that will keep you stuck. But from a place of curiosity, I can then open my energy and my thought processes to creating some change. These are things, as soon as you accept it as well, once you've accepted that, yeah, I am just sitting on the couch, then 
that opens that door of curiosity as well because straight away another possibility mm. shows you comes forward yeah mm. so we'd love you to um, share your thoughts about this topic uh, you know we hang out on instagram on facebook as well as on the podcast website so let us know what you think because we do always love engaging and as this episode was thanks to our dear community member bill who suggested that if you have ideas and things you'd love us to explore mm. then please let us know and as i mentioned before we are opening the doors to our group coaching program called shine within the next few weeks so if you want to get on the list uh, for that to find out when that the doors open make sure you send a DM or um, contact us because we can let you know as soon as that happens. And it's such a beautiful program. It's it's a four-week program of workshops and coaching with us. Mm. And it's really a beautiful space of deep transformation, but with a very light heart as we go through it. Mm. So uh, yeah, check that out if you're interested and please let us know. And next episode, we're going to be exploring one of the other key pillars that we look at in the SHINE program, which is the power of connection and community as a foundational piece for us creating and holding the new energy that we are choosing. So be sure to tune in next week for that. And just to recap today, the keys are to be aware of the duality of the taught self and the true self. To notice which self you're being in each moment without judgment, without any um, expectation around it, just from place of curiosity. And if you notice that it's a taught self you that you don't want to be any longer, that is no longer serving you, that isn't a match for you stepping into fulfilling your purpose and living as creation being expressed fully in every moment, then use the ladder of curiosity or kindness to yourself or self-love to shift out of that because if you don't if you stay in the judgment if you stay in the frustration the annoyance the pain you're unintentionally choosing the snakes that will keep you stuck for even longer so climb that ladder as you said guys mm. rung by rung it's not an instant transformation but it's a very powerful shift that you mm. can feel and experience in each mm. moment so thanks for everyone for joining us and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye for now. Lots of love. Bye for now.